Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Uh, I work with couples uh, to help them rekindle passion, to heal from infidelity and deal with other crises. And I also help uh, individuals deal with trauma and overcome it using a process called EMDR. What I really want to focus on is a very successful client I've been working with currently who has been in a toxic relationship. And there's a number of clients, as you may have heard some of my other uh, talks on this. But what I want to emphasize with this particular case, and we'll call her name Giselle, because I always change the names. So Giselle has been in a marriage for a number of years. But the point I want to make about this is how, you know, what happens is we project onto each other. Uh, our, um, our imaginings of what you are. We, we can't help it. As a matter of fact, when we're in social relationships or work relationships, the projection isn't so pronounced. But when we get involved with a new person, actually, it's also not pronounced. But if there's a, some kind of commitment, whether you're getting engaged or you're getting married or you're moving in together or there's a, there's a, a decision that we are exclusive, whenever that is, Oftentimes what begins to happen is that we project onto the other person the relationship we had with significant others in our life, usually mother and father, or mother or father. It varies, but we just do that. It's just part of what we do. And so the key to a healthy relationship is to recognize that we do that. Well, in her case, she came from a family where the women were very strong, and she is very strong, but she got involved with a man who was such a, in many ways, very kind, caring man. But he came from a very troubled beginning, very troubled childhood, where uh, he was, his even early emotional needs were just not met. So this may be someone you know's story or your own story, but when she got together with him, there were some flags. I wouldn't say red flags, but yellow flags, like slow down. There's something here. He seems to sometimes get angry over certain things. He seemed to uh, find ways to create distance between her and he. And he definitely has some troubles connecting. But, you know, he managed those things. And uh, he was he was he was able to get by. And she was, and this is what people do when they're in toxic relationships, they kind of overlook the little things because they see the good. They see the good. People that are in toxic relationships, that are victims of toxic relationships, oftentimes are very kind people. And they see the good and they're able to tolerate maybe more than they should. But once they got married and they had a child, he got angrier and angrier and angrier. He would blow up over just about anything that caused him any discomfort. And as we know, committed relationships cause discomfort at times. We have to put aside our needs for somebody else's needs. 
we need. So now you have a child, you got to you got to be mature, you got to be an adult. And so as he got deeper into this commitment with her, he got angrier and angrier. And uh, he has ranted on her for a long time sometimes, and it would traumatize her, devastate her. And uh, when I started seeing her uh, a couple of months ago, some of the things I heard from her is, I feel broken. I, uh, I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling like I lost myself. And this is a common feeling with people in toxic relationships because the person she is and the person a lot of people are who get involved with toxic people, they get really caring and adaptive, so much so that their whole life becomes about adapting to the emotional moods and the acting out behaviors, or at least trying to avoid those acting out behaviors of their toxic partner. So that's what happened to her. So in my work with her over the last few months, she has been able to recognize that his stuff is not about her. She was able to recognize that it's not her job to regulate his emotions or say the right thing or make sure not to say the wrong thing. She has a right to be human, that sometimes she is doing well and she's happy. Sometimes she'll have tough days. She's tired with a little child and she's down about something. Uh, um, so there were those things that happened where she needed his support and didn't get it because he, she wasn't 100% of what he wanted. And I would say he is the part of him that's small, that's immature, that needs her to be a certain way, that needs to be 100%, 100% attentive to him. And that was just not possible because she had a little baby, because sometimes she was tired, sometimes there were things to do. So she continued to get his wrath. And with me, she has learned, wow, that is his stuff. That is his untended, unprocessed childhood wounds. And he's projecting onto me one more person that didn't come through. Because when he was younger, when he needed that kind of attention that a little child would get, he didn't get it. So what does he do? He, The little child in him is looking to her to be the ideal parent, the ideal mother to him. Now, he wouldn't agree to that. He wouldn't see it consciously. But unconsciously, that is what's going on in these toxic relationships, that this toxic person is has a very undeveloped part and looking for that uh, unfulfilled nutrients that he should have got when he was three, four, and five that she can't give him. And then she gets the wrath that he couldn't express to his parents. So that. When, the more she realized it, the more we did some, and we did some therapy, including EMDR, of course, uh, which I think is wonderful to target those traumatic moments where it was one more way she was abused emotionally or verbally. She is, you start to hear, I start to hear statements from her like, I'm going to be okay. I'm okay. I wanted this to work, but this is about his limitations. And I am okay. I'm okay as a person, and I will be okay with my baby, but I can't be with him. I will not settle. And it, it was as we processed it, as she started to find her inner resources, as she started to uh, realize that she was just his own projection, that she needs to get out from under, I heard the magic words. I'm starting to feel like myself again. 
I'm starting to feel like myself. I haven't felt this way for a long time. So it was just wonderful to see that that process that happened with her, where she went from under the thumb of this person's projections and then recognizing that I'm free of being under the thumb of his projections. I am not his projections. I am much more than that. I am free to be me. His disappointment of me is about the wounded parts of him. Because as adults, we don't always please each other. I know I don't always please my wife and she doesn't always please me. But when we are at least healthy enough to recognize that we don't always get our way, that our partner is not here, that my partner's sole purpose is not to make sure I get what I want or I'm comfortable, that I could handle it. And those people that can handle it treat their partners well, and those that can't handle it treat their partner poorly. And it has nothing to do with that other person. So this is what this lady has been discovering more and more and more to the point where I could see um, a strength that I haven't seen before. So very, uh, very gratifying to see. Uh, and if you can relate to this in any way, you can go through a similar process. You deserve to be free of toxicity. You deserve to know that you're treated well, even if there are times where you displease him or her, because that's just the nature of relationships. And it's up to the other person to handle it. It's not up to you to overmanage that other person. It's up to the other person to handle life on life's terms. And you can't overcompensate for the toxic person's lack. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. And uh, I wish you well. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.